0: join me while i take a look back at the beauty releases circa january 2020. there were so many releases that month from drugstore brands like hard candy to high-end brands like pat mcgrath labs and charlotte tilbury do we remember any of these releases i'm Hanya marie and welcome back to the beauty buzzing podcast Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It's a new year, but today I want to look back at this time last year in beauty. 23 brands dropped releases in January 2020, which is crazy. I don't even know what to say about all these releases, so let's just get into it now. Okay, to start with, there were so many releases, I can't even believe I was able to capture 23 releases or 23 brands not even releases 23 brands that released products in january 2020 now i usually don't have a like a specific method for keeping track of these releases i just jot down in my notes what were bigger releases not necessarily bigger brands um i still track a lot of indie brands as well but just Uh, releases that seem to have a lot of buzz, a lot of advertising, maybe were reviewed by YouTubers and were popular with influencers. And then I take note of that and then, you know, keep going so then when I look back, like we're looking back at January, 2020, I can, you know, take a look at it again and remember these products. So let's just get into it because I don't want this to be a two hour long podcast of me just talking. I'll go through and make some notes about, you know, some have. I have some, a few comments about some of these releases. But for the most part, I just want to say what the releases are, jog your memory, and see. Like, do we remember these releases? Are they still popular? You know, just kind of taking a look. So first, It Cosmetics released the Bye Bye Foundation Oil-Free Matte. It is a full coverage moisturizer. I believe it's still sold now. It's supposed to deliver hydration and moisturize your skin with an SPF of 50. Now this formula used to be, if I if I remember correctly, their formula used to have six shades and then they expanded to 12 shades. It was made available January 3rd. I think it's still being sold. It Cosmetics, even though they lost their um, founder and CEO. They still seem to be a brand that is mostly targeted, targeting the audience of like HSN, QVC. They do come out with products every now and again, but I think that they target a more, um, I don't want to say mature audience, but a, you know, regular person, middle of America, middle class type of. Um, population so they're not super trendy they're not trying to like have all of these instagram famous people associated with their brand and things like that but i do know that lovers of that brand lovers of the um, bye bye foundation or their moisturizer foundation with sunscreen type products really like the matte finish version of this. I actually haven't tried it, which now I'm thinking about it. Why haven't I tried it? Maybe it was something, you know, they had a lot of controversy at, at one point. So maybe I stayed away from the brand because of that. But I know that this was a well-loved product and it's still being sold now. Moving on. Kat Von D Beauty. Before Kat Von D uh, was dissociated with the brand and sold off, um, her stake in the brand before it was KVD Vegan Beauty. It was still Kat Von D Beauty January 2020 and the brand released Everlasting Blushes for $26 in six shades. Also uh, the brand released liquid, Liquid Lipsticks in six shades for $20. I just wanted to make note of that. I don't like to spend too much time on brands that I don't support. Moving on. Bite Beauty released the Changemaker Supercharged Micellar Foundation. They actually still sell this now as well. It's a medium coverage but long-wearing foundation with quote-unquote gentle micellar technology that's supposed to mimic skin texture. I do remember this was released in January on January 5th, 2020. I do remember there was a little bit of buzz around it. I remember a few reviews online but that's about it i don't i don't really hear uh influencers youtubers and bloggers talk about this foundation as something that they love and use on a regular basis Uh, the brand also released press powders and a primer the skin optimizing primer you know this is already reminding me of the move towards your Skin But Better, um, SPF, tinted moisturizer type products that are very popular right now. So I just I just thought about that. Like maybe this is kind of where we're starting with that. I don't know. Anyway, Anastasia Beverly Hills released an eyeshadow palette collaboration with the um, Instagrammer beauty guru extraordinaire amreezy that was released on january 19th for 49 dollars. it was a very beautiful palette you know i think beauty lovers come to expect a certain level of quality with uh, anastasia beverly hills and they got that with this palette it was a very well liked palette um and it was it's still being sold on ABH's website I think there have been a few sales and things like that but it was a nice collaboration it's what you would expect Amrezy is very close with the owners of ABH and so it was it was right on brand for both of them and it was a nice palette moving on e.l.f. released their Bite sized Eyeshadow Palettes, eight versions for $8 on January 8th, 2020. These were these cute little small eyeshadow palettes that um, I think they have five shades in them and I think they they had different themes and this year or the year that we're going to be talking about this year, 2020, there was a lot of little small palettes that had colored themes and I think ColourPop really made that popular Huda Beauty made that popular. Um and it's big and I still I still love these mini themed palettes whether it's a nine pan palette or just even a smaller palette. I do remember back in the day when when I used to shop more more drugstore type products little small four four set eyeshadow quads I guess they were was what a lot of people used either singles or quads that were from like CoverGirl, L'Oreal, Maybelline. It wasn't this whole big eyeshadow palette 49 shade 50 shade palettes that were like huge that like I mean to be honest mostly Morphe was the brand that comes to mind as these huge palettes that just started to take over. I think where the beauty industry is kind of moving back towards usable sized palettes which are you know four shades to six shades to nine or so um size palettes for me once you get to about 16 shades in a palette that's pretty much is where I want to be it's more usable Um, I would say travel friendly but girl ain't nobody traveling so at least you're not supposed to be traveling but those size palettes are easier for me to store and keep and use I think ideally, I do like nine shadow palettes because with nine shadow palettes, you tend to get everyday shades and then a few pops of color that you could kind of experiment with. Anyway, these ELF Bite Size eyeshadow palettes are actually pretty good. I'm, I'm, I've tried some eyeshadow palettes from ELF before And the quality is sort of hit or miss, but I think with these tiny little bite-sized eyeshadow palettes, they really upped the quality level a little bit more, which makes sense. You're getting only five or six shades out of the palette, and it's super tiny, but you're getting a little bit better quality, which I think most uh, beauty lovers seem to like. I see people still using those bite-sized versions, and they've come out with many more versions since then. Tati Beauty came out with a full Makeup Puff set as her second release for Tati Beauty. It included two sizes for the puffs for $18. It was supposed to blend out creams, powders, liquids, like whatever you wanted to do, It's supposed to do it all. Um, beauty lovers found that it did work in some instances and in some instances it didn't really work that well I think it was a pretty hit or miss release I think it was also a little bit disappointing because fans of Tati Westbrook the beauty guru youtuber really expected more from a second release her first release was um, an eyeshadow palette Uh, then the second release was just the puff set so it was kind of a little bit of a letdown but who knows what what we'll see from the brand in the future? ColourPop came out with the Mint Collection. They included a nine-pan eyeshadow palette in sort of a mint-colored theme. So these soft, light-colored mint colors, green colors. They also released super shot shadows. A fourth ray beauty. They they all the brand ColourPop has a sort of parent brand that is skincare related and it's called fourth ray beauty so they often release fourth ray beauty products with their um, themed collection so in this case it was a fourth ray serum lip scrub and two glitters i don't know if those are glitter toppers my notes just say glitters the price ranged from 16 to 14 dollars and was available january 9th this is a easy win for ColourPop. They know that they can come out with a nine pan themed color. When I say theme, I mean just like a color color scheme, a color spectrum, whether it's shades of purple, shades of red, shades of orange, you know, whatever. They know they can come out with something like that and there will be an audience for it. There will be collectors for it. The prices are affordable. The quality is pretty decent for what you're getting. Um, for the price point, so they know that it's an easy win, and I think they just caught on to the fact that this is what they can do. They can do it reasonably fast because they do all of their production in house, and they can really and people will love it. So I think that's just what it was. It was cute. Do I think does I, do I think anyone uses them now? I don't know. Since then, Elf has come out with a. Mini, one of their bite-sized collection eyeshadow palettes that has a similar color scheme to the mint collection. Um, and I do see beauty lovers use both of those sort of interchangeably, but I mean, I don't think this was like a best product of the year product for ColourPop. Morphe Cosmetics released the 35i Icy Fantasy Artistry Palette. I didn't note who um, was the promotion like who was behind the promotional um, photos and videos for this palette but usually morphe ties a instagrammer or influencer with most of their palette releases i don't have any notes about that but this palette was released on january 16th for $25 i do remember the color scheme but now that i think about it the icy color scheme kind of looks similar to some of the other collabs they've had and I don't know if it's anything super interesting. I don't see anyone using that palette now. Dominique Cosmetics uh, released the Latte 2 palette. Um, Kristin Dominique is a YouTuber and beauty guru influencer. She released the Latte palette um, the previous year and now she has a Latte 2 palette with a neutral sort of uh, taupe colors, light brown, deep brown in deep brown shades it was 42 dollars and released on january 24th then the beloved fenty beauty released a few items in the month of january uh first the fly pencil which is a long wearing eyeliner for 22 dollars in 20 shades which is a really great range to have and i just want to note that eyeliner in really fun shades is kind of hard to come by surprisingly hard to come by But to come by, particularly in the drugstore realm, but even in high-end luxury space or, you know, Sephora brand type uh, products, it's really hard to find those. You usually can find it from Urban Decay, maybe a Marc Jacobs Beauty, and then previously Kat Von D Beauty, which is now KVD Beauty, if if you're okay with supporting that brand. But finding these vibrant, vivid shades is really kind of hard. And I think it was a really good idea for Fenty Beauty to focus on cornerstone products. And I'm I'm saying that word like cornerstone, meaning products that are going to be, um, they're not limited edition. They will be foundational products that probably will stay in the range for them and you'll always be able to find your favorite shade and that sort of thing I think Fenty Beauty focused on that a little bit more in 2020 and we'll continue to see that they also released the full frontal mascara for $24 again if you're gonna have a brand that can um, give you everything you need then you have to have eyebrow, eyebrow products mascaras eyeliners like staple products that people can fall in love with and continue to buy over and over again the brand also released the what it do makeup refreshing spray for $30 it was supposed to be a hydrating mist that you can use under your makeup um or over your makeup to just revitalize and refresh the skin throughout the day i don't hear anybody talk about this spray i don't know why i don't know why i think i i Maybe it just kind of fell under the radar. But one thing that never falls under the radar is the Fenty Beauty Gloss Bomb. There were two shades released in January 2020. Um, There was the Glass Slipper Clear Shade, Sweet Mouth, a shimmering soft pink, and Hot Chocolate, a shimmering rich brown. These are holy grail love products by everyone who knows anything about beauty. The Gloss Bombs are probably one of if not the most popular fenty beauty product there are multiple shades now um there may be somewhere about five or six shades maybe even more now but it's a staple product it's a beautiful gloss it's rich it's not sticky smells good long lasting it's great they're $19 and yeah I mean what else can I say about it we all know about the fenty gloss bombs the third product that they released oh actually third yeah third product they released that month was the mademoiselle trifecta plush matte lipstick set for valentine's day it was for $39 it included a limited edition trio um, of full-size plut mesh lipsticks and i just have it noted that it was available january 31st what do you feel about valentine's day collections i think with like regular holiday collections is one thing because I think holiday collections for Christmas time particularly are really targeted towards gift giving. I think, you know, if you don't have someone to gift these sets or you're not looking to, or maybe you're looking to just try something from a brand. A lot of times there are mini sets that are affordable to give you a taste of what the product is to see if you really like it. Those are pretty much the only reasons I would, I, I feel like people want to buy things that are limited edition holiday collections. But then when you get to Valentine's Day, the last few years, it really, you know, I can't think of a long history of Valentine's Day collections for beauty brands. I mean, it's really been the last few years, maybe three to four years not even for Maybe by the last three years, I've seen brands start to do Valentine's Day collections a little bit more. And I'm wondering why, like, what is the pull? Maybe it's just because it's cute. Maybe it's, you know, because there's just another time of the year to get attention on the brand. I don't know. I mean, I don't recall seeing people come back with Valentine's Day products that they used last year or January 20 or February from 2020 I haven't seen people use those products again this year so I'm not really sure where the places for Valentine's Day limited edition holiday collection palettes and products are in like the beauty space like in the beauty community maybe it's just more of a collector's item I'm not sure what do you think Jouer, came out, Jouer Cosmetics, released the Essential High Coverage Concealer Pen for $22.25 shades. I do remember this product. I do not remember anyone being over the moon excited about this product, nor do I remember anyone using it now, unfortunately. So, guess we'll just keep going. <laughs> Pat McGrath Labs released the Opulist Luxury Gloss Coats. This is a multi-dimensional sparkle lip gloss. It was released in eight shades. They're really high quality lip glosses, but nothing, you know, nothing super special about them. I think if we're talking about similar price points and for Sephora brands, we hear far more about the love for Fenty Beauty gloss bombs than we do about the Pat McGrath lip glosses, but, um, they are a nice product and they do have that sort of i don't want to call it an iridescent or maybe a shift it's more of a multi-dimensional shift that i think is kind of interesting next makeup geek cosmetics january 17th the brand and brand owner marlena released the matrix system two there were two palettes the matrix system neutral palette for 129 hundred, Sorry, $124.99, which included 28 matte sh- eyeshadows. And then the Matrix Color System, the Matrix System Color Palette, which included seven foiled eyeshadow palettes. And Why am I saying eyeshadow palettes? <laughs> seven foiled eyeshadows and 21 matte eyeshadows. So um, there were two palettes, a neutral palette and a color palette. You could get the mega set with both palettes for $219.99 since she also released nine she i'm saying she marlena the owner of makeup e cosmetics released nine eyeshadow nine pan eyeshadow palettes for third for $32.99 each i cannot talk today y'all get the point y'all remember this right these were really really beautiful sets of eyeshadows um the quality was raved about i'm still sad i really wanted to come back i believe they did one restock and i missed it uh the price point is a little bit jarring for people if you really are not someone who believes in high quality eyeshadows then this wasn't going to be for you and i know that there was some talk about how how expensive the shadows were Um, but i do remember it being quality payoff the reviews were on point it was really popular in terms of what you're getting for and you know the there's a sort of there's a sort of like a sector of beauty lovers whether they're you know bloggers youtubers influencers who who really talk about the most serious type of makeup the makeup that costs a lot of money but is high quality and usable the a lot of times makeup artists working makeup artists kind of are in this small set this group of people who we really trust when it comes to products and product reviewing and those those people that sector of the beauty community said that these were good eyeshadow palettes i believe that i still like the idea of them the matrix system the neutral and the color palette i don't believe are sold anymore but makeup geek is a little bit and Marlena has released not released she's talked about this that you know Makeup Geek kind of had some slowing down with their releases and then obviously COVID complicated that as well but there will be more releases this year so I think everyone looks forward to that and to see what Makeup Geek has out there. Okay let's move on. Huda Beauty released the matte and metal melted double-ended eyeshadows in five shades on January 17th. And I remember this release and thinking, wow, that's kind of interesting. A matte, a liquid matte eyeshadow on one side and a metal, what they're calling metal, but it's, I don't want to, it's not a shimmer. It was, yeah, it was almost like a liquid metal color on the other end. I don't hear anyone talk about these products And It sort of came and went really quickly, even when it was released. It's a really interesting idea. And I don't know why it sort of fell flat. I think it fell flat. Anyway, Nyx Cosmetics released a, I guess you would call it collaboration with uh, Sabrina. Sabrina is the new version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Awesome show, love it. I still sometimes go back and watch some of the episodes because I love the show so much. Um, there was a, there was a whole collection release. There was a Sabrina spell book face palette for $35 It included 30 eyeshadows and three face press powders. Then there were three Sabrina lip duos, um, that were $14 each and it was available at NYX Cosmetics and I believe eventually on Ulta, Ulta Beauty's website as well, January 21st. Here's the thing. These little collaborations with shows or characters, they're real cute, right? But it's only really cute for people who are super diehard fans or super into that show or that person or that character. So for all intents and purposes, to me, it's just a money grab and an opportunity for a brand to bring something new in between all of their sort of stable non-limited edition releases which is fine I don't think that there's a problem with someone buying makeup to collect or buying uh, products because they want to support a particular person or you know brand or character or show or whatever you just have to kind of know what you're getting into like I don't hear anyone talking about the Sabrina Spellbook face palette and you're probably not going to but for those who love the show and was excited for the re I don't know relaunch of the brand and the show and things like that I think it's cute same thing with the next release Hard Candy which is a drugstore based brand I think they're based I want to say they're based in Walmart I don't know what other drugstores they sell at um, but Heart Candy in Walmart released a collaboration brand brand collab with Marilyn Monroe. I say that, it's sort of weird to say, it's not like Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe is alive, but there was a collaboration collection that included lip balm, a uh, rose water refreshing spray, liquid eyeliner, a face serum, a lip tint a loose finishing powder, brow pencil, brow powder, shimmering body powder, and a dry lip oil, excuse me. I don't hear anyone talk about it. I just wanted to mention it, that there was, this collection released with hard candy. I do recall some bloggers um, who actually have like their own website, reviewed it. It was cute. I don't think it was anything to write home about. Hard candy is a drugstore brand, but the quality is sort of hit or miss in general. So I don't think there was, you know, anything special to really say about the collection other than it existed. KKW Beauty released the Celestial Sky Collection, which included five shades of a lip crayon, a classic matte blush palette, a classic shimmer blush palette as well for thirty-eight dollars. It also included the Septus, is that did I say that right? Probably didn't. Uh, eyeshadow palette for twenty-five dollars, a Bronze Haven eyeshadow palette for twenty-five dollars, and the Night Sky eyeshadow palette for twenty-five dollars. The only thing I want to say about this collection is has KKW Beauty released anything but the same eyeshadow palette just in different like slightly different ways like I think every time I see a brownish warm matte eyeshadow palette from the brand it's the same sort of thing and then I think about the eyeshadow palette that has a little bit of brown maybe a pink and it's just kind of redone again I don't think that there's any new there are no new shades. I, I swear they're just recycled formula, formulas and formats in the same, in different packaging. Well, kind of the same packaging because, you know, the brand is very nude. Everything is shades of nude, whether it's the nude sort of taupe color, a nude tan color, a nude pink color. It's just the same thing over and over again. But hey, it's working, right? Moving on. Natasha Denona released the Love Palette, a $65 eyeshadow palette which included 15 shades and different finishes. Now, this is kind of the exception to what I was saying earlier. I do think that people love their Natasha Natasha Denona Love Palette. It was cute. It had a Valentine's kind of theme with reds and pinks. Um but I think that really it's more of the fact that beauty lovers love Natasha Denona. And I think the appeal of the brand is not only good quality but also the fact that Natasha Denona came in on the scene as an expensive brand, a brand that you can't afford. And then when YouTubers got a hold of the brand and started spending the money for the $200, $100 plus eyeshadow palettes, it became really highly sought after. Almost as a status symbol. I hate to say it, but almost as a status symbol because then people started forking over the money so that they could sort of be in the club of Natasha Denona palette owners. Since then, the brand has obviously made an effort to lower prices to be more on on the level of other Popular Sephora brands on the level of like a Pat McGrath Labs or um, Charlotte Tilbury. So, still luxe lux prices and, um, you know, in, in that realm. But I think that's how it got popular. It was just, you know, crazy expensive and then not as expensive, but now it's still seen as coveted makeup, you know, collectible makeup. Natasha Denona, as a brand, also released a cheek palette around the, um, the end of january into february that kind of had that uh, warm pink and, and vibrant red color for valentine's they called it the love glow cheek palette and that was 55 a win for small creators happened in january for january 2020 where the indie brand midas cosmetics uh, collabed with the youtuber smoky glow There was a Smoky Glow eyeshadow palette for thirty six dollars, a lip gloss trio for twenty five dollars, a highlighter duo for twenty one dollars, and a PR package for seventy five dollars. I think I just noted this, um, not because you know Smoky Glow is the most popular subscribed to YouTuber, but I think that it's important that um, to note that there are smaller creators, quote unquote, smaller creators collabing with brands and getting opportunities and that's really important and it's something that we will see a little bit more throughout the rest of the year in 2020 and hopefully we see a ton of that in 2021. going back to ABA John Johnastasia Beverly Hills the collaboration with Norvina which i guess is going to be a whole collection slash sub-brand itself um the Norvina collaboration was um One of the things we saw a lot of in 2020, uh, beginning with the Norvina Collection Pro Pigment Palettes. In January 2020, we saw the Pro Pigment Volume 3 Palette. There were also mini eyeshadow palettes, which were nine pan size palettes in cherry shades. There was uh, the sort of a, a cherry red wine kind of theme to the palettes. They were liked. but. Who knows what's happening with ABH and this Norvina line? It seemed like it had so much hype and Norvina was putting out these really awesome visuals on social media and online. And then it sort of just fell flat. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of talking about, I'm talking about when it was released, but then also now I'm just like, where what happened to this? Is this a thing still? Are we still doing a Norvina? Girl, what's happening? Makeup Revolution released uh the conceal and define infinite xl concealer which is basically their conceal and define concealer in an extra large version they released that to ulta it was in 60 shades the full shade range was available on ulta's website the product was ten dollars i think i only noted this to say that if makeup revolution could push for the entire line to be available on ulta's website what's everybody else's excuse now in store we know there's there's limited there's limits to it you will not get a brand that has unlimited shelf space in a brick and mortar store but online there are 60 shades available all the shades available why are we still seeing websites you know sites even down to like a Walgreens a Rite Aid online and even to Ulta and Sephora and Macy's why do we see you know brands that only have four or five of their 10 12 20 shades it's annoying anyway I think I just noted that just to say just to have that that little small line and that made me remember okay so there is there is a possibility for a brand to have all their shades available online at least two more to go okay so the last two releases for january because i'm sure you're tired of me talking right is one from visart they released the paris edit palette um this was a 12 shade eyeshadow palette that's supposed to be travel friendly (laughs) travel who does it i hardly know her this was available at the end of January, January 31st for $39. Visart palettes are I think they are considered the brand to love from actual makeup artists, working makeup artists. Artistic talent that does the, you know, high impact, highly visual, maybe editorial style makeup. That's kind of what the brand is known for. I don't hear anyone talk about this palette um, in particular, but fans of Visart a lot of times use their, their shadows interchangeably, regardless of what palette it came in. Um, most of the Visart eyeshadow palettes are sort of compiled together in a magnetic palette, meaning that you can take the individual eyeshadows out and mix and match it with other palettes that you have. So that's often the case. And so I don't think that there's any pull to be super excited about one particular eyeshadow release from Visart because you can mix and match. Lastly, Physicians Formula collabed with a Instagrammer and influencer named, uh, that goes by Exterior Glam. Um, There was a release of the collection was called the rose all day collection it was a face palette collection that include a, included a concluded a blush a highlighter four eyeshadows a perfume and a velvet lip color in the similar style that they have done before where you get this big bulky ass box for 19 dollars that has the blush shade the highlighter the eyeshadow palette the perfume and the lip color all in one i absolutely detest this packaging But I think it's kind of irrelevant because I would never buy it anyway because they continue to collab with the same shade of person over and over and over again. You're going to get a fair skin collab and then you're going to get a light to medium skin collab. So two different people over and over again. Oftentimes the blush shades look the same, the highlighter shades look the same and everything is just the same over and over again. I think I just wanted to mention it to say how much I detest these type of collaborations and I want Physician Formula to do better. The last two notes I have before I leave is that ColourPop came out with a collection almost every month in in 2020. So you will hear me talk about ColourPop a lot. So just note that. And then also that Mac Cosmetics came out with random stuff that no one wanted. Literally, that is what my note says. I feel like I sounded like a hater this whole episode. But that's fine. It just is what it is. Mac, you're gonna have to come, you're gonna have to do something about this. I feel like we're gonna go through the whole entire year of lookbacks per month, and I'ma still be talking about how Mac had these lackluster releases. Whatever. I'ma still talk about it though anyway that's it for this episode thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast and like pretty much listen to me ramble if you enjoyed this episode consider following at new beliefs on instagram twitter and pinterest join the new beliefs newsletter to stay up to date with my blog posts on new as well you can catch up with the blog posts i have and Follow the Beauty Buzzin Podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts. Thank you so much. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.